This is the one time a year we actually start thinking about early English settlement. Yeah, like the time of the year Thanksgiving has come around to talk about the Puritans and their beliefs. But of course we have it <laughs> completely wrong. Yeah, there's there's a lot of history that tends to get pushed into the dirt, sort of say. Yeah. <laughs> That's a <laughs> nice <laughs> well, yeah. way to put it. Nice way to put it. The first English settlement was actually in North Carolina. Now, the Columbus comes over in this direction in the late 1400s, and kind of the 1500s is Henry Hudson and... John, these, John Cabot, too, yeah. yeah. All these guys just trying to brute force test their way through the country, because really, they don't want to be here. Yeah, and, <laughs> and a lot of them fail miserably. Like, Hudson gets mutinied, you know, gets sent with his family on a ship, you know, and yeah, never so heard of again. So it's super bad. Y- yeah. It's not a... Like, the 1500s is real age of exploration stuff. Yeah. So it really... It's not until 1585 that England decides that they want to actually start exploring, putting people here permanently. And that would be uh, Sir Walter Raleigh was the guy that really pushed for this. The first English settlement is in North Carolina. It is on an island off of North Carolina. And it's just kind of, it's a very fertile, nice like island that they find. And remember, they don't really know they know that there's a continent there, but they know that it's dangerous to be there. There's natives that are there. Mm-hmm. Best for them to be on an island that's kind of protected while they're trying to figure out a settlement. So they, they find this island. It's named Roanoke. And they send about uh, 100 settlers there. And in the first y- year, it didn't fare so well, and they all returned. So oh, they, I, did, I, th- I thought they stayed. They, know, they went, There's oh, a first group oh, of people wow. that, like, I didn't know they didn't returned. Work. It just it didn't work out for a, th- a bunch of reasons, oh, and wow. they just went back right away. <laughs> so their first English settlement did not work. Uh, but Raleigh is obsessed with this, and in 1587, he sends another group of 100 colonists mm-hmm. under the con- uh, command of a John White. Yes. The John White we all know. The John White that you may know if you know where we're we're heading with the Roanoke Colony. And um, so upon their arrival in Roanoke, White made contact with the nearby Native American tribes, uh, including the Croatoans. And uh, the the, the tensions that were there with the first group of people were still around. Yeah, and and there was a lot of issues. Like they had a translator by the name of Mateo, and he was, you know, well-versed in English as well. Um, so he helped translate for them, but there was uh, a few issues. One of the settlers, named George Howe, was shot with arrows while he was fishing, and so the English think that it's the Croatoans, so they attack them. They attack the wrong group, though, apparently, and it causes a lot of issues with the local Native Americans in that area um, to the point where they're at the brink, almost at the brink of war. Yeah, so it's it's always in these early colonist times, obviously, a lot of problems uh, with just not problems with, I'm going to say, because they were encroaching on the Native Americans' land, mm-hmm. but they also didn't know how to speak Native American. Yeah. There was this big... And they didn't really know how to like um, properly understand what tribe each person was in. That's kind of where the issue became with yeah, them attacking their own tribe. Yeah, and it's completely different cultures yeah. that you're talking to. They didn't have a different set of values. And so uh, it's not great, but White is actually kind of soothes it over and calms it down. Mm-hmm. And 
after witnessing the birth of his granddaughter, Virginia, yep. uh, White, well, because White sent, because remember, these are going to be there for a long time. So White with, had with him his, his daughter and his, her husband, mm-hmm. uh, and they had a baby, Virginia. Yep. They were running out of supplies and things still weren't that great. So White has the, um, within the first year, turned, like, Goes back to England. Yeah, he has to get supplies for the uh, settlement. Yeah. And then the war with Spain heightens at this point. Yeah, and, and like we, we might have talked about in our second episode that they, you know, the war with Spain when the Armada pulls in and Queen Elizabeth says all boats, all ships are going to be f- used for this war. Yeah. And that include, included whites, which he was using across the Atlantic. Yep. And so he, st- he spends... Years. Oh, yeah, years there. Yeah, I think three years. Yeah, yeah, two, three years. Separated yeah. from the colony, he doesn't know what's going on because mm. there were no other. There were very few boats going back and forth, especially with the war. So for three years, he was completely disconnected from the colony. Uh, I don't think he could even tell them that he was returning. No. Uh, so the, it, the only thing that he told them before he left is if there was an any, if they had to leave for some reason to leave a note or to make a carving. I think it was the plus or an X with where you are, or um, I forget the exact details. But he told them before he left, like, leave me a note. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> shoot me a text me, message. You can't do yeah, that. Without, so. no, no text message. No text message. There's no way to talk to these people. Yeah. Uh, and after three years, he finally uh, hires privateers, like uh, so, based not pirates, but. Yeah, people, um, sailors for hire. Men for hire, yeah. And they were heading down to the Caribbean, because again, Caribbean is, if you will learn anything from listening to the Laughing Historically stuff, the Caribbean was where all the money was. That's yeah, where the sugar, sugar and was. rum. Yeah. Sugar and rum. And so he has finds privateers and somehow convinces them to stop in North Carolina. So way out of their way, uh, on their way down to the Caribbean. And so he finally returns on um, August 18th, 1590 and the boat arrives at night uh his shit this privateer boat arrives at night and uh they overshot the location by a quarter of a mile because they have no gps so it was very common to just not hit things correctly yeah i can look 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 at the puritans who planted a completely different area they should have landed they they some weird stuff starts happening they they see um a fire off in the distance, which they think yeah. is probably the natives. Uh, and then at n- at night, they row a little boat over, and the boat c- capsizes. They because the storm men, after the, yeah. r- the rough waters. They when they finally get towards the coast, about a quarter mile up from where the settlement was, they see a light in the woods, uh, and they start screaming at it, playing trumpets, which I find strange. <laughs> I guess I you know history they just they abbreviate terms. I don't think they had an actual like. Three valve trumpet no. playing sax uh, jazz no, at them, no, no. but they were playing a horn and singing English songs, which I've just learned is kind of a way for sailors to know if the person on the other side is of the same language because there was oh that's songs. interesting. So you would sing a line, and then if they would sing sing the next, oh line it's like back, row row your boat kind of. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I don't know if they were singing row 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 your boat. Probably much more uh, exciting songs. Probably not. They're probably all probably uh, all drinking songs. Probably all drinking songs. Sea shanties. <laughs> So after this light is nothing, they decide to row down towards the, the settlement. And they don't a- arrive there until the morning. And this is where things get really weird. <laughs> um, they first thing that they see is that since White has been gone, a palisade, meaning a wall, 
had been erected around. Yeah, like a fort almost. Yeah. yeah. And now that's not that uncommon. Again, he hadn't heard from them in three years. And they're, so these settlements very often had walls. Like Wall Street in New York City was where the settlement's wall was. So it's, it's very common that there's a wall. But when they finally get beyond the wall, they find that everyone is gone. Yeah, there's a, there's a skeleton, too, they find, well, they right? They find one, se- one skeleton. One skeleton. <laughs> yeah, one skeleton. One, that's like... Now, if you want to get creepy, isn't it a little stereotypical to just leave a skeleton? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just one. A skeleton and some cobwebs and uh, a witch's hat was found. No, but just a skeleton. <laughs> yeah. Ever, so everyone got, including his wife, daughter, and granddaughter, Virginia. Now, it's especially strange because the day he arrived, August 18th, was her third birthday. Well, yeah, that's really weird. Uh, I mean, there's no sign of a struggle or a battle of any kind. Uh, it's overgrown, though, isn't the, it? Yeah, the too? grass is all yeah, overgrown. Yeah, yeah. All the ho- so houses so what, are so what, gone. Yeah, so whatever happened must have happened while back, right? A year ago yeah, or something? Yeah. Like, who knows? Um, the only clue, real clue, is in a tree. There's carved, and this is the famous part, the word Croatoan. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're the Croatoan Native Americans were in the area, About, too. Well, yeah, so he thought that he meant that the... the that they had moved to an island that was about 50 miles away that was named after those Indians yeah. called Croatoan Island. So he went there immediately to, to search for them. Because, again, he had made this deal with them, leave a, a, leave some sign of where you gone. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, no sign at all that anyone was there when he got to Croatoan Island. But a lo- one of the theories is that uh, the Croatoan meant that uh, either the Indians had attacked the people... Mm. Or enslave them. Or, yeah, and that's the other weird kind of uh, theory, conspiracy theory, uh, supernaturally kind of theory. Because from what I heard is Pocahontas' father actually heard stories of white settlers working with or or, or working for the Native American uh, tribe in the area. Yeah, there's a few things, too, because in the North Carolina area, there are stories of... uh, very white Indians, mm-hmm. uh, so like Native blue Americans. eyes, so to blue like eyes. We, yeah. Uh, also, that they had stone um, houses. They knew how to speak. Colonists would go there, and they knew how to speak English already. Yeah. Uh, so there's an idea that maybe the settlers ran out of hope, and either the the Native Americans friend who knows they're either friendly and took them in, or they raided them and took the women and children. Yeah. So it's one or the other, yeah. depending on how. Either way, not a good end. Either way, not a good end for the Roanoke not, people. Not a great ending for the Roanoke <laughs> colonists. Uh, although, if they got to live with peace in peace with the Native Americans, maybe that's probably the best way for them to go to for them to go out. Also, some theories it could have been the Spanish because the Spanish were also a zip up going up and yeah, down the coast, coast. Yep. and they were at war at that time. Mm-hmm. So if they found an English settlement, they would have burned it. Yep. But also, again, there's that there's no struggle. Kind of points that away. It could there could have been a hurricane because no one knows what weather patterns. Yeah, were people at that say point. they could have tried to sail back to England. Yeah, I, I don't they think they had the materials to, to do that. So though, either but. the hurricane would have hit them at their settlement, or maybe they tried to sail back after White yeah. and got hit by a hurricane. Because no one knew, again. You have to pull us away. There was this is the f- true frontier. This is utter unknown. Yeah, there's no grocery store anywhere to get food. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this is like basically 
unsolved. Yeah, and John and, 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 and John White, like, he did a lot of um, research after that to try to figure out what happened to them. And there, there's even still stuff up This pe- became his life's mission because yeah. he lost his whole family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and there's still, like, because he was a painter as well. He was a map maker. And so there's still maps and paintings. That, I think 2011 they uncovered something that matched one of the maps he drew. And they, it was a clue that possibly would have um, led... Uh, white to believe that they were at another location. Yeah, so the location that he was able to check. Yeah, so there there is a bunch of other things that still uncover about this, which is pretty wild. Yeah, and so White goes off and becomes a detective trying to solve the story. Which <laughs> I mean, there's been this has been in movies and TV shows in a lot of ways, but I, I think just a straight version of this would be really interesting. Yeah, like, like a story, like a an accurate, not like American Horror Story where they're all ghosts, but like. A real version of, of his his struggle, um, but basically Raleigh, the man that wanted these people to settle there, he's still not done. No, he, he doesn't give up very easily. On 1602, he like wrote a letter uh, saying that his undying faith that English will have an, an overseas empire. And he's not wrong at all. <laughs> I shall yet live to see an English nation. Yeah, and. That brings us to 1607. Yeah. Well, actually, 1604 first. Because yes. that's when King James I reaches a peace agreement with uh, England and Spain, finally, after so many years. So you have a, you know, the English people wanting to finally travel to the New World so they feel like they're finally safe, or safer there now that there's no um, threat of Spanish attack. Um, you have to also think about England at the time. You know, they were very, it was extremely overpopulated as a country. The poverty was, was, was amazingly rampant. The industries were failing in a lot of areas. Enter in, you know, the Virginia Company, which yeah, we're so talking it's about. A, this push from the king, King James, who was much more about exploration than his predecessor. His predecessor, yeah. Queen Elizabeth. Uh, and remember, King James is also the one who loved uh, football. From our uh, from our football. Uh, oh, I video. forgot about Find that. Find that on YouTube. So there's this push now to start developing a, a real English colony from above, not just on Raleigh, and uh, there becomes real funding because there's kind of this theory that there's gold and then there are hills, and that the they a basically a a legend gets started that because of the Spanish. And their obsession with gold in the New World, it spreads to England, and now they think that the Virginia area yeah, is th- full th- of There's gold. also an obsession growing with tobacco, too, at this time period, which we'll get to in a little bit. Yeah, but their number one thing for these investors was send people to Jamestown, send us back gold. Yeah. That's, the, that's what we're that going to do. Chief, that money. was their chief That's one. your seed money. If you don't return, we're going to shut this startup down. <laughs> and uh, so... It was kind of about, it wasn't necessarily about establishing a life there, where the Roanokans were like just sending people over there with their families, where they're going to live there forever. Uh, Jamestown was about go over there, get the gold, come back with the gold. And uh, this is where the first, you know, these Virginia settlements is where we're going to get our first hint at, guess what, Thanksgiving. Yep. 1619. This is a t- um, the Berkeley Plantation. Yeah, technically celebrates the first Thanksgiving in America. Uh, then they were all killed. Yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> it, it was it was originally called the Berkeley Hundred, um, named after the Ber- uh, the Berkleys in England. But it's a long long story about that. Um, it's another story, but they celebrate the first Thanksgiving like the Roanokans. 
all killed. <laughs> but they celebrate it more as a day of prayer, not a feast day. Yeah, it, it's uh, Thanksgiving is something that was celebrated all over the English uh, Christian world, where on some days you give thanks and on some days you give penance to God. You know, these are going happening all over the place. The first one in America, 1619. Uh, Jamestown's gold folly gets uh, starts to be shut down because the only thing they start sending back is basically fool's gold, the metal uh, that we all know is fool's gold. It's not gold, it just looks like Pyrite, gold. yeah. Yeah. And so they're lucky enough at this point to discover the that Virginia is a really good temperature for growing tobacco. Mm-hmm. And that's all the investors need to hear because tobacco at that point was almost as good as gold. <laughs> yeah, and, and this is also where, you know, you, John Rolfe was the one who, who actually got the tobacco seeds from the Spanish, but um, he was actually the real love interest of Pocahontas, so. Oh, yes. Not, yeah, not John Smith. No colors of the wind for John Smith. Yes, yeah. Um, but speaking of John Smith, this is the time, uh, John Smith is poking around trying to find gold at some point, he goes up to uh, the Massachusetts area on a boat because he's exploring, trying to find um, uh, more riches and also that Northwest Passage that will lead yeah. to, to the spices in Asia. They're still trying to find Oh, that. no, there's, almost 100 years after this, they're still trying to find yeah. it. Uh, and so he goes up to the Massachusetts area and finds, he writes that the weather is super nice. <laughs> and in Massachusetts? He arrives in the spring. So, <laughs> I was like, what is he talking about? In his mind, I don't know why, he thought that the weather was super nice in the, uh, it was the spring. And I mean, he, he thought, but one thing he did find is that a lot of settlers are finding that the, the sea there, the, uh, the, 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 the bay, was full of fish and food, and it, was, it seemed like a good place to settle. And meanwhile, back in England, uh, you had... Queen Elizabeth was the first monarch that was sworn in for a whole reign uh, under the Church of England. Her, pred- her successor, uh, King James, of the King James Bible, is even bigger into the Church of England. Yeah. The Church of England, because it evolved directly out of Catholicism, it had a lot of things that were like Catholicism. It was almost identical. If you, actually, if you still go to, today to a, a Church of England ceremony and you're a Catholic... You're going to get by. It's very, very similar. And in the reaction to that, we have the, the Calvinists who believed that th- there was too much Catholicism and they believed that the purity of the idea of a Protestantism yeah. <laughs> is that uh, we have to get away from that. So, but it's against the law at that point to practice Against the crown. Yep. And but they were positive that if they didn't practice against the crown, they were going to go to hell because mm-hmm. they were very literal about the, what the scripture said. Um, so they they knew they had to leave. They didn't have a gr- lot of options of where to go that would take in a giant group of religious fanatics. Uh, but the the Netherlands, the Dutch were decent about letting people celebrate what they wanted to celebrate. So they go to the Netherlands. But they didn't love it because even though the, the Dutch are a little bit easier going about religion, it is f- packed with Protestants there. Mm-hmm. So they go from another from one yeah, group of Protestants yeah. to even more Protestants. So just we, we, they they just felt at that point they had to just get out of here because again 
They're religious fanatics. They're a cult, practically, compared to the other religion. They thought that once you leave Well, they church, believe in pure predestination, too. Yeah, so, they yeah. believe in religion at the, at the hardest, in the hardest way. They get an idea based on the New World and that they'd heard recently that around Massachusetts, the Massachusetts area, as we know it today, was a pretty nice place to settle, probably thanks to John Smith's arriving in the spring. They get the idea that uh, they're going to go and make a new country, a new Christian country in the, the New World. Mm-hmm. And they were funded by, uh, this is a great name, the Fellowship of the Merchant Adventurers. Yeah. Which I, th- I think should be, there should be t-shirts of that. There should be, <laughs> there should be a bar named after that. Um, and remember, as we've been talking about, by this point, there's tens of thousands of se- English settlers in New England at the time. Yeah, people tend to not think about how the colonies were starting to really establish themselves already even before the Puritans come. We, we sometimes start the dialogue from the Puritans, and it's not that's not true at all. No. In fact, there's so many English, uh, English people there that um, years before, uh, the, only a few years before the, 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 now we know as the Pilgrims, the Calvinist Pilgrims, yeah. start their voyage, all these Europeans are there, and the natives can't, their bodies have never seen these type of germs, and it kills off a load, I mean, it's a massacre of, of Indians based on getting sick. Weirdly, where the pilgrims arrive, and now that we know as Plymouth, was a big colony of Indians uh, where 100% of them had died. Yeah, wow, that's, I, I didn't realize that because I always see the maps around Plymouth uh, and there's like a ton of different tribes in that area, but I didn't know they were wiped out like yeah. that. So Plymouth is a graveyard when they land on there. <laughs> Oh my God. Except but, for Squanto. <laughs> He's well, still around. <laughs> There's tribes around them, but they're many, many miles away. Uh, they, if there wasn't for the massacre, they would have landed into a whole tribe of Indians or Native Americans. I never know what to say. I switch back and forth. Guys, deal with it. Um, but they sailed at the wrong time, and they arrive at the beginning of winter. If you want, if you want to learn here, is no one knows what they're doing <laughs> at this point. Well, the, the one people who did were was actually the Berkeley Hundred because they actually brought all the supplies with them. He brought like craftsmanships with. And they actually did a good job there. We didn't talk about them, but they did. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we can get to them in another time. Remember, they were killed. That's yeah, all oh yeah, know. over a hundred years. Yeah, but they- first Thanksgiving <laughs> and they were killed. Um, and so this first winter is extremely harsh. The first governor, he actually kills over and dies while he's farming. Oh, my God. And that's when William Bradford, well, yeah, as we all yeah, know, no, Jesus. William Bradford, as the head of the pilgrims, he takes over and becomes governor for decades. And he becomes so strict that people start leaving and exodus other start new colonies. Yeah. Like so and Hudson. Kind of through luck, he became the governor. The half of them that had survived through the first winter, they're lucky because a man named Disquantum comes to the Plymouth. And he was a, a native from the Wampanoags who had gone to England, learned their culture, yep. and came back. Was he a slave? I, I think he definitely, was. Definitely. Yeah, I was going to say, I think um, he was a slave. But he was actually the last surviving member of that tribe of that the, had of died. The, of the Wampanoags? Of the ones that had died. Oh, okay. Where the yeah. Plymouth was. Uh, yeah. But he comes in, 
teaches starts to teach the the, the yeah, for fertilization the using fish yeah how in the to, soil how to the fertilization using all those fish that are out there that John Smith found he also kind of teaches them how to deal with the local Native Americans yeah kind of an abbreviated thing about the pilgrims but I think the thing we have to get out of this is that why do we celebrate the pilgrims when there was so many more people that had been there before and the way I think the way to look at it is that we can't celebrate Roanoke. <laughs> no. Because it's obvious. No. Jamestown is all about greed. It's all capitalism. It's about capitalism. If anything, it's that's what greed. we should celebrate. <laughs> but we're looking at a romantic holiday where we eat a bunch of, a bunch yeah. of things. Yeah. Uh, and then um, the other one, they aren't iconic enough to really... Uh, they don't have a, a good enough reason other than being sent there or wanting to make money. The pilgrims, we get the first group of people that are coming there to not to build a new nation yeah in like their image against all odds so i think that's why we grasp onto the pilgrims opposed to jamestown or uh, roanoke or any of the others yeah i mean i like to think about as you know jamestown is the capitalism we get in our country and then you have um you know the purity the pilgrims and the puritans that's the people you know you think about with um uh, religious freedom, although they weren't very, they don't <laughs> doing what you want. They they came for religious freedom, but they didn't allow anyone else to have religious yeah, freedom. Well, doing what you want, doing <laughs> yeah. what you want, yeah. and believing what yeah. you want is the most American thing. Period. Yeah, and then you kind of put those two ideas together. Yeah, and then you get America and technically. Then eventually, yeah. and you get some America. democracy between them. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. So. That's when, when the post-Civil War, when they're thinking about Thanksgiving, uh, about making a holiday that was about uniting the nation. They have a lot of history to, to grab onto at that point. A lot of good history. A lot of good history. <laughs> feel-good history. A lot of feel-good history. <laughs> yeah, so that's how we end up at, at Thanksgiving from Roanoke. <laughs> and uh, we wish you a happy holiday season. Hopefully we'll be back at some point yeah. in the near future uh, in audio or video form. Uh, you can find us at youtube.com slash laughing historically, instagram.com slash laughing historically, and please subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Cool, I tell him. Oh,